little bit. Okay. But he was like, yeah, it's bigger than you think, and there's going to be hail. There was definitely a little bit of overreaction, in my opinion. When the dude came over here, he was just like, we're taking the girls to a basement. You guys should find cover. And I think well, that was probably a little much for... Yeah, I know, though. Maybe not for Jenny so much, but certainly for Courtney, who's got, like, a six-month-old. She's, like, a little protective. If, if you know the lakes, oh, man, like, yeah. like a big lake like this, when when it, when, it, when it was so hot, when it's so hot in a, in a front, I mean, that's what causes, like, hurricanes and, and shit. And not that there's There's hurricanes on on Great Lakes but it's the same basic uh, physics that are involved you know what I mean the cold lake and then a huge it's the the fronts that like the the warm air and the cold air off there's like a lake effect or something yeah and I'm sure there has been um my my uh my mom was talking to a woman (sighs) who was in the bathroom uh, I don't know whatever it doesn't matter she said that last year or two years ago at the same park the same kind of thing happened and as people were people were actually exiting the park with their yeah. trailers and they said trees were falling on top of the trailers like <clears throat> just getting ripped out of the ground and were huge branches yeah. yeah well and Mike and Phil were saying that the ranger came by first thing this morning was like hey how you guys fare last night I can't believe this place isn't flooded. This is usually the first place that floods this in a like storm of that nature. That would suck. And according to Mike and Phil, it did not flood. No, they said there was like puddles. There were some there, puddles, yeah. Areas, which we tried to keep our tent away from, but I think it's not going to rain. No, no, we're we're good for the rest of this weekend. I thought for sure it was going to rain some more this morning, though. Like when, like when, all right, I got up at like seven o'clock this morning. Oh, um, dude, I slept till nine. Well, I, I no eight thirty because I needed to get Logan to that breakfast because the breakfast ended at nine. Oh, I was I like, I gotta get that breakfast. That. I'm paying, I'm paying ninety bucks for this hotel room. I'm getting a fucking waffle. Yeah, did you get a couple <laughs> of the eggs too? Uh, we got one for Ella. I'm not really a hard boiled egg person. I ate one, Lily. One, Logan threw a couple on the floor. <laughs> nice, but definitely like some hot. Belgian waffles. Waffles, yeah. Hell yeah. Anyways. But then I couldn't figure the thing kept dinging. I was like, turn it over. And it is. I yeah. walk away and it would start dinging again. I'm like, damn it. I already, I'm done. I already with flipped it. All right. I flip it again, then it would start again. I'm like, oh, and then I couldn't stop it. At least you had your shoes. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but I had two kids with like noses that were. Did they have shoes? And then I'm like, <laughs> evidently like, runny noses holding, are okay if I'm you have shoes on. Slogan. The guy that comes in who doesn't have shoes on, everyone's like, oh, look at the guy who doesn't have any shoes on. Oh my gosh, that's disgusting. <laughs> no, actually, one woman uh, was like, because I was sitting there holding him. Logan? Yeah, and Lily was like sitting in this chair and she's like, oh, there's. I didn't see, I didn't look around too much. She's uh-huh. like, oh, there's high chairs over here. And, she went and got one for oh, no, me the, set it up. And the sleep in the staff was very nice, very accommodating. And they gave you a queen, king, a queen, a king suite, and a they queen. gave us a king suite. Blah. But so, like, they gave us a room on floor three. We went up there, and I'm putting the thing in there. And the guy's like, dude, you got the wrong room. Oh, there's somebody. <laughs> there was somebody in there. <laughs> and so Jenny and Courtney come up with the big... Whatever you call it, full of stuff. I'm like Jenny, is it is Art. it three seventy seven? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, 
there's a dude in there. We gotta. <laughs> so Jenny goes down and like tries to get everything corrected, and the person at the front desk is like, "I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna give you a king suite, but I honestly have no idea who's in 377. <laughs> like according to my records, so you were in the room that they were telling. Yeah, you to? I was like, according to my records, nobody's supposed to be in there, and like uh-huh. for whatever luck. When they programmed our card to be that room, it wouldn't open the door. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, walking into a hotel room and being like, hey. why are there squatters in my hotel room? So, anyways. Whatever. You know, it's just a, it's, a, it's an experience. We went camping and had to go to a hotel as well. Something I thought would never happen, but... But did. We slept through the whole first wave. That's what Carrie was saying: was that Logan was just at the steering wheel, jumping up and down, like having a great time. And yeah, he was. Lily was, was just passed out. Lily was gone, and it was that first one was pretty bad. I mean, it was long, and I don't know what the second one really was like. They, uh, Mike and Phil said it just kind of it was like two minutes of. Intensity and then just like rain. So if we stuck around through that first one, which we did in the parking lot, and then just come back here and evidently weathered that. What we, yeah, evidently what we kind of weathered out in the parking lot was the worst of it. Was the thing, yeah. Uh, But whatever. I mean, he said he was talking about hail. What is what? I mean, how much money is peace of mind? And at the time that like, right, sound like an insurance. Jenny and Courtney. Needed that peace of mind, so sure. ninety bucks, peace of mind. Well, but see that. Right, what what occurred to me though, when when plus you got waffles. No, we got waffles, <laughs> absolutely, and they weren't bad, you know. Nice, fresh, that, hot Belgian waffles. Of like, oh my gosh, we're freaking out. Somebody makes a decision, and we and everybody else is so freaked out they don't know what to do. They just follow. Well, yeah, Damn. and so. Boom, all of a sudden you got every online, let's go to war. Well, that's kind of an extreme. What, it's the same. All we did was went to a hotel it's, room it's, to make sure that we didn't get sucked up by a tornado. Of madness of crowds. Extraordinary popular delusions. Yeah, I suppose. And, and that's what's created. Okay, so what are you saying? Do you, I mean, because here's the way I remember it. It was... Jenny, I, I was drunk. Okay, I had been drinking since three or so. I was, and I had no wallet, so and no shoes. <laughs> so I was in no. Did you have a banjo? I wish, because that would have like completed the perfection right there. I could have been like back there. But anyways, I was not in any capacity to make any decisions. The best part of this is like Jenny and Corn decided that we we're going to hotel, and and. Uh, Carrie ran up and said, like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? And we're like, we're going to a hotel. I'm like, eh, Eric, money, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, I, I, it really was like, I'm drunk. And the girl's like, I don't care what you want to do. We're going to a hotel. And then you guys came. But so like in the back of the van, I'm like rooting around. A, I'm drinking a stout. <laughs> and B, I'm like rooting around. And all of a sudden I find a beer a Mike's and a strong bone. I'm like, I got three beers. <laughs> we can go anywhere and we have three beverages with us. I don't care what happens. And then you guys ended up coming with. So after that, after after we were like, we're going to a hotel, doesn't matter what you and Carrie and Eric do, 
what happened on your side? Because we must have just like peeled off. We weren't sure where you were going. I mean, you said Did you, you just follow us. Yeah. Well, because you well, okay, we were parked side by side. And when Carrie said like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "We're going to a hotel." And Carrie's like, "Well, oh, sorry." We're like, "Well, when was this?" This was last night. Where was I? In the van. Carrie like ran up to the van and she's like, "Well, Eric, money, blah blah blah. I don't know what we're gonna do, but ultimately, like, you followed us. I think." I, yeah, I didn't put up a fight. I mean, again, I was yeah, drinking, I was drinking a beer at the back of the I've, van. I've been through... I mean, I know what storms can be. Okay, you, you make fun of me for these songs about Stan Rogers, about the White Squall, you know? I don't make there's, fun of Stan Rogers a, songs. A, some some Wyerton girl is staring at the wall because her lover's gone into a White Squall. And it's true, it's like... Boom. The, the Sometimes it, it goes from zero to 100 knots so fast that Lake City is enchanted. Right. It, Boom. I mean, those suckers can hit, and we are literally right here. We're right on Lake Michigan, yeah. And when that thing hits, it can be very, very powerful. And so I was like, well, whatever, fine. I, you know, I don't want... So it's peace of mind. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I didn't have a problem. With that. You paid a few bucks for a peace of mind. Sure. But and it was, I mean, fine. Okay, and actually, Lily, you know, she was walking up the hotel. What's this? What? Where are we? Who's this? Whose room is this? Who's in here? Who's in here? Who's in here? We were walking. We were just running up and down the halls. And sure. I wanted to like get her up early and go swimming or something. Oh, because they had a pool the area. Yeah. yeah, but we got up early. And we went down to the down to the. We had breakfast, and that was still only seven o'clock, eight, and then by seven thirty, and then I was like, oh, let's. Uh, let's go outside and, and my my dad was sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> it's funny. How, how the hell did that happen? Wait, like, the par- parking lot of the hotel? Yeah. Okay, we so just we thought his camper there? No, he, they they they're camping like <laughs> they're camping like down. they're he, like in the morning three quarters of a mile away. Yeah. But we thought wait, what do we th- we thought that you came back here to get them to bring them back to the hotel. Oh, no, wow. he he just like what, what showed I, up at the hotel. No, he How did he hotel. know what hotel you were at? He didn't. He, he drove out and he saw that there was a motel sign. and He <laughs> drove in. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think like whatever. I'm not disappointed that we did it, but I think like had we have not had kids, we'd be a little bit more. Oh yeah, we would not have done it. Adventuresome, robust. I would not like, have done it. There's no way I would. And Carrie would. Carrie was. I actually like went in there. I'm like, yeah, everybody. Else Carrie like, was not as freaked out as Jenny. And Carrie no, was. She was not ready to go. Carrie was, was like, just well, like, nah, yeah. She was totally. You know, if I really would have pushed it the opposite direction, but I was like, well, you know, maybe because right over this hill. I think ultimately, I like we were in kind of a bad spot there, and I think. Like, eh, and then he talked about hail, and I don't hail on a tent. Ooh, that you know. The ranger did mention hail. And hail kind of freaks me out. I mean, if, if you yeah. got, especially if it's like golf ball size for Christ's sake, if it goes through and <laughs> you got like got some kids, you know, yeah, God's All right, sake. fine, whatever. So whatever you got, you got an adventure and you got a story to tell. Yeah. A bathroom over in this direction. And by bathroom, do you mean like a bush to pee on? At most. <laughs> but then when we came back here. And my dad, I, I saw the tent over there, and I'm like, so Phil and Mike are telling the story about like, fuck's sake, 
Eric. <laughs> Just Carl yelling across the campsite. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Mike's like, I thought that was Jeremy. I'm like, what? Do I sound like a 80 year old German man? No, that was. And then I, just, I was like, dude, I just want to say, shut up. Shut up! Again. Yeah. It's part of the adventure. It's part of the story. And then I'm like trying to, and I was just, I set it up, like, and I had a towel I was going to soak out. There was like two inches of water because it had tipped over. It, well, not tipped over even so much, but like, it didn't even tip over, but it twisted and the rain fly blew off. Uh huh. So it had rained <laughs> inside, right? So there's right. two inches of water in it. So I was like 15 times with a towel. Soak, drain, soak, drain, soak, drain. But then I pulled it all flat. And I was like pulling everything out to like let it dry out. But it sounds like you... He's like, what are you doing? No, no, no. What are you doing? I'm like, typical just, color, you know. Wow. Yeah, all right, all right, dude. Good night. Vagina must be something, I don't know. Your vagina must be drained. <laughs> I bet it's pretty sweet. All right, good night. Gross. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> we got the machine going. Let's see how it comes. I'm getting kind of smoked out. Oh, you're going to... You're going to... What? Dude, we've been recording for the last 15 minutes. Oh, come on. You're kidding. I'm not. We'll see what happens. Maybe I delete the whole thing. Yeah... Maybe I'll let it go. Well, I, all right, so listening to my dad talk, I, yeah, I really have a it. lot of insight insight into myself, like how I react to people and treat people and, you know, perceive myself in situations with other people that I always have to, uh-huh. you know, if there's... Okay, and in particular, like, I made a decision at the hotel... I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go over here. We're going to do this. I'm going to talk to Carrie. We're going to talk to the drum. I'm going to, you know, we're going to get the kids. Then we'll bring them back here, blah, 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 whatever it was. But then he, he like, he kind of sat there. And, and you could tell he was, like, thinking, thinking it through. And well, you maybe found one little thing, one little thing in that plan that he could change that could make it better. And he was like, you know, I think we should maybe do it this way. And I was like, you know what? No. This is what we're going to do. So you can, and I I almost felt like saying, you can get in the car or you can, like, go sit in the corner, (laughs) you know? You can go sit in the corner or you can help me. Yeah. But this is my plan. Yeah, so it's almost like I'm treating you like, I mean, that's, I don't know if you're, would the Steve do stuff like that? I mean, if, if you're making a plan and he, he's like, it's you look well. it, it's never really come up. But I think, I, I, I feel that the relationship that we have would certainly be, like, if I was like, this is what's going to happen, this is what I want to do, and you can either help me string this line up or you can go sit in the car, I think that he would back down and... Help me. But by the same token, I think that if he did that, and kind of like... Would you back charge? Depending upon the situation. Well, okay. I mean, I guess. Right, exactly. Depending on the situation. Because in this point, in this situation, it was my family that was involved. Right, right, right. If it's it's me trying to keep Ella and Jenny dry, safe, warm, or whatever, and I'm just like... And you know more about their... This is what we're doing. Personalities and their... 
if it's Steve trying to keep Heike and Erica warm, happy, triumphant, yeah. whatever, and I'm like giving some lip or whatever, like I could totally see him be like, no, quiet, help me. Right, and you would back yeah. down. Yeah. But see, I, I, well, I had to shut him down, you know, and he kind of got a little. I can't believe about that. I can't believe he came here at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. I'm, I'm still thinking about the waffles at the, at the Continental Buffet. That's about when we were eating them, actually. Really? Yeah. No, and we got up at like 10 after 8, and I'm like, Jenny, we got 40 minutes to get down there for some waffles. Usually <laughs> when I go to a hotel, that's what I'm thinking, but no, we got, well, see, well, I Logan, went, I went down there last night, and I was like, what are the hours? Well, Six to nine. Oh, I, I checked that. I was not even thinking about Oh, that. I checked that. But Logan was up all night. He was just like... He was, he was crawling around and grimming around. Well, Lily and I were like a rock. We were down. But when I woke up, I mean, 7 a.m., he was, he was up. I went over to carry him like, hey, she's like... We had a small log? Seriously? Just a small. Like, do we have a small... Yeah, there's... Here, one of these little, little itty-bitty guys. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Just a small oh, guy. He was, he was, we'll keep he the rest was restless, restless all night. But, uh... No, Lily was down like a rock. I was down like a rock. But apparently Carrie didn't get any sleep. I don't know. But that's why I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to make this decision right now in the morning here. I'm going to take both of them. Because oh, you were seriously going to say you taking both Logan and... I did. I took them both down to breakfast, and then I put them both in the car, and then I... Were you going to send Carrie home and keep both kids here? No, 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 no. But I thought, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to oh. I'm going to let Carrie sleep, and she did until give Carrie a break. Oh, sure, yeah. absolutely. And then actually, I think what happened is we, I came back to the hotel, and I just dropped Lily off so that Carrie could hang out with Lily. That's when I was in the parking lot with Logan sleeping in the car because uh-huh. I put him in the car to sleep, and then I and he fell asleep, and then I reorganized the whole car. And then she was up there with Lily, taking a shower and farting around or whatever they were doing. And that was, and then it was like eleven thirty because she requested a late checkout. And finally, she came down. That's why we didn't get back here. But what's a late checkout? That's not thirty. Doesn't cost extra, does it? No. It's just like yeah. don't send the maids yep. until eleven thirty. Yep. So we got back here at eleven thirty. You guys weren't much past us. Well, and seriously, I mean, I was here at seven, and I said. I, I opened up the tent. Okay, so wait. was dry. Everything. And it was so... Our, our um, what are those called? Our camp pads. The yeah. Uh, the camp pads, whatever. Yeah. The things the, you sleep on <laughs> underneath your sleeping bag. The, the pack and play, the, the bottom of the pack and play. Uh-huh. Which is like that, that foam stuff. Yeah, you made it sound disastrous. We came back, we checked it out, and we're like, this foam pad's fine. That's because it dried out, really? seriously. When I pulled it out, it weighed about 40 pounds. <laughs> it was just soaking water. Yeah. And Why were you here at 7 a.m.? Did you take the kids, or were you just, like, by yourself? Yeah, no, I, did. I was here at 7 a.m. because I woke up at 7 a.m. Well, no, I was here at about, yeah, maybe it was 7 a.m., 6.30 I woke up at 6.30. Well, Logan was kind of still fussy. Oh, still fussy. And I wanted to give Carrie a chance to sleep. Okay. Because she had been up all night with... Because Logan slept with her. Did you take both the kids? Yeah. Yeah, I had both the kids with me at that point. And I actually, I left them in the car and I came out here. But they were just hanging out. Just hanging out. And I, I, maybe 15 minutes, I 
pulled the tent back to its position, and I staked it back down, opened it up, everything, took the fly off, Man, seven pulled o- everything out, you know, so you know, dried out the bottom. So we, I mean, we did the whole hotel thing last night as well, and probably the, the greatest thing, the greatest thing was like, okay, so I don't know if we've described it for this. Well, you in particular recording, but... So we sent the ladies off, right? They went to the the beach house, which has no roof. Oh, right. kind of crazy for sure. the whole tornado rain thing. Yeah. That's another topic in itself. And guys are out here, you and me, pouring captains. But that tarp, as soon as that wind came over the dune, it just lifted that tarp like 20, 30 feet in the air. And then, it and then just dropped it. Within two, down. three feet of the ground, and we're like, "What?" All of us knew. <laughs> yeah. This is was heavy duty shit. Like, this isn't just a rainstorm that we're just gonna like hang out and like, "Ooh, it's raining." This is like serious. Uh, and so, <laughs> I, I think I have a problem. I honestly think I have a problem because Mike and Phil jumped in the car, and I ran into the cooler and grabbed it. <laughs> I cracked a beer, just one. <laughs> Yeah. Went into the car behind them, <laughs> drinking my beer, and we went. We we're trying to like find where everybody had holed up, and we drove throughout the campsite. We eventually found you guys, but it was torrentially. Yeah. We couldn't talk or whatever. Right I mean, we saw you, and I'm in the back seat <laughs> drinking a beer, and I see my wife. She's in the beach house, like waving a flashlight. I'm like, your daughter's cowering behind a toilet. <laughs> she's totally cowering behind a toilet, like trying to keep dry, covered with waters, like water. inching its way towards like my family. And here I am with my little shells stout, <laughs> drinking it. And so I'm. All you can think of is coming back and getting. <laughs> like, why did I? Why did I grab more beer? No. <laughs> well, actually, kind of. So. Yeah. So eventually, like the beach house floods, and the ladies come running out, and one of them's like, "We're going to we're going to a hotel," and I kind of sat in the car for a minute, finished my beer, and I was like, "We should go get the bottle of gas." <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought well, of. Well, I mean, that, like if like the bottle of captains had ended up at the sleep inn, I certainly would have partaken. Don't you get know, me wrong. I, I, I mean, that we was a went, good yeah. occasion we to could have drunk. We could have broken into the pool room. Oh, there. hell yeah. And just, what like, would they have done? Kicked us out? Yeah. Where are they going to send us? Yeah. Hey, get out of here. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's not, look, as long as the kids and the women... If you uh, do it again... I'll sleep, I'll sleep in the yeah. van. As long as the kids... <laughs> I'll sleep in the van. So anyways, uh, Jenny finally runs up to us like, we're going to a hotel. And I was like, uh... You know, I finished my beer and I was like, Mike, Phil, I gotta go. I gotta I gotta be with I gotta be with my wife and kid, you know. That's the right thing to do. Sure. So I pop in there and like as a fortune would have it, as we're like trying to like rack up clothes and like money and, and wallets, a beer, a Mike's hard lemonade, and a strong bow cider come rolling towards me. And I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> there are three drinks in this van. We get to the hotel, and as soon as we get to the hotel, I'm like, you check us in, I'm finding ice. I throw all three of those things into some ice, and I'm like, take some time, take a deep breath. We're all having drinks in about 30. And we did. It was awesome. 
Nice. Oh, so but you shared them with Courtney and Jenny, and they all had drinks. Well, Courtney did, but me and Jenny did. But the thing is, is like, I always like kind of first and foremost on my mind is like, ooh, excitement! I want a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a beer, and I'm kind of like. July has been kind of a drinking month for me, and I don't yeah. know if that's very cool. Well, you got two more like, weeks in, up in Michigan. I don't. Well, I did think the same thing. Though. Like too much. Well, I mean, when when it all kind of hit, and and it was like, okay, we're gonna load up in the van and go to a hotel. Yeah, and the first thing was like, like, let's grab that bottle of Captain. Well, let's hunker down and get some. Yeah, let's, let's get, get let's get a drink on. Let's, let's sit outside and watch the thing. You know, it's like a, it's like a. A fireworks display. It's like nature's fireworks display. Let's yeah. Enjoy but, um, but why do we enjoy it, you know, by getting Right, up, exactly. You know? And that's kind of where Right I'm now, at. we could just walk over the hill there and look at this. Hell yeah. You know? Maybe, maybe we should. We could just, I could stare at this seriously. Well, maybe we should. Well, I'm kind of cold. I need a sweatshirt on. Should we take a hike over the over the dune? I'm cold. Oh. Well, we got a log I'm here. Cold? I'm cold. I'm... I'm a little liquored, I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty liquored too. I could probably use a sweatshirt, but I probably wouldn't be a, totally uncomfortable if we walked over the dune. It is, look at that though, huh? Oh, well, it's very clear out here. Wow. No, actually, I'm kind of cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I would really want to move all that much. I mean, I have a sweatshirt inside the tent, this is something that you don't see. Do you ever, do you ever sleep on a picnic table? Though? I've never slept. Uh, no, actually, you know what? Sands tent or anything. There was one time. It was the worst, not the worst experience, but when I was uh, probably in fourth grade, I was part of the Stevens Point YMCA day camp. It was a day camp, so in the day you'd go to Lake Emily in Stevens Point. And we would do archery, swimming, or a bunch of other things. Oh. And then part of that, you would do one overnight thing. And we slept, we put our sleeping bags on the ground, pillows, whatever, and it was just awful. Just dewy, damp. Oh, yeah. Oh, no God. Tents it was no tents. Oof. It was terrible. And, and ever since then, like, I think you've told stories of, like, sleeping on top of picnic tables. Yeah. Or Phil certainly has. Never. Since that time, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, never have I slept bare outside of a structure well, of some I have, sort. I have one very strong memory about it. It was uh, with the out the orc O R C the orc outdoor rec club. I am a little chilly. Do we need a log? One more small one. I don't think we have any more small. Yeah, we need one more small one. Oh, no. no, we'll put one more of the littlest. Hang on. Oh, but that, those are the good starter ones. No, I got a light. Come on, we'll chop those up with the axe. Hang on. All right, here. Hang on. Is that going? That's one. Okay. Get some flames going. I got, uh, I got one memory of, uh, like, the picnic table where we were just, I don't know where the hell it even was, but I think that's actually the, where the, uh, the balloons on the horizon came into play. <laughs> So we probably were like smoking weed at that point. But so, how old were you? Well, oh my gosh, 20, 20, 20, no. 22, no. 19, 18? This was this was in when I was going to MATC. 
Yeah. 20, 20, 28. You're telling me that Balloons on the Horizon was in your... Almost 30. Late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. Okay. I mean, I... Uh, late bloomer, just like my kids. You know? Seriously, I, I I do everything just five years late. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That's what makes yeah, but what's wrong with that? Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. It's cool. A Peter Pan complex, you know. Sure. I have to tell you one thing. Have you seen Peter Pan? No, but like, what the hell does that actually mean? Actually, I don't know. I don't know. But I have no. Idea. We got to be quiet. But what does that actually mean? Like Peter Pan, in my opinion, like I just watched Peter Pan with Ella, and Peter Pan was kind of like this douchey little kid, and like picked up some youngsters and wanted to show them a good time, and once he was done showing them a good time, wanted to basically take them home and be like, Bye. actually no, he wanted Wendy to take care of yeah no, Peter Pan wanted Wendy to take care of. Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. And the Lost Boys were a bunch of kids that were in Never Neverland that basically never grew up. Yeah. And Wendy didn't want to do that. So said, Wendy, nope, Wendy kind of wanted that at first. Like she wanted to like hang out and like fly and be one of the free people, but didn't necessarily want the responsibility of cooking their dinners and putting them to sleep and reading the books and all that sort of stuff. She wanted to be a lost boy too. That's actually kind of a sexist story. Because huh. there was there was Wendy and Wendy had two brothers, like a little brother and a littler brother. If that makes any sense. And I don't think Peter Pan really had like a love connection with uh, Wendy. Oh, he didn't. See, because I mean, he, like he, he said that Carrie is kind of like Wendy. Where what I'm, does that mean, though? I don't. I have oh, to well, watch I mean, the damn movie. No, no. Like he what, said, what, what I am grown up. That's what he said. He said I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't take responsibility. But that's besides the point because I don't. Well, I mean, Peter it. Pan didn't take responsibility either. Yeah, that, that, I think that's the point he was trying to make. Well, but he. But I don't really believe yeah, that. No, I think it's. You know, I think it's. I, I think I have. A, I do. I have quite a lot of. I think it's kind of a douchey thing to that. like make a reference to a. Disney story. Disney story yeah. Because, I mean, like, Peter Pan didn't take, like, traditional responsibility, but he took responsibility. Like, he wanted his lost boys to be taken care of. And so he was searching for... The woman that would do it. Not, well, I mean, kind of, but he was... <laughs> yeah, kind of, but he was... He was responsible enough to realize that the Lost Boys needed. Oh, you know, he brought up at one point. The but I mean, ultimately, ultimately, Wendy went, Wendy went back home. Yeah, and left Peter was, Pan back in the island because she was sick of of the the fantasy world. You know, he he, he brought up that uh, Captain Hook was the father figure. Now I don't know what that means, but Captain I remember Hook. Captain Hook as being like this. Frenchman with a big nose. Yeah, he had like, a big nose. Oh, and I'm going to get Peter. Whatever I'm going to do with him, I don't know. But I'm going to get him. <laughs> I don't know what his beef was against uh, Peter Pan, but I'll have to watch the movie. He I, I probably have a beef. He certainly wanted to get Peter Pan, but he had this know, thing I, with I the alligators. I feel like, like I haven't grown up. I feel like you know, like. But I don't think that's really necessarily a bad thing because I think sometimes. Okay, well, what? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's your definition of grown up? 
I mean, do you think I'm grown up? Oh, man. Well, you certainly have a, have a job that, that is responsible, and you... What's that? What? But what does that mean? I mean, you, let's, you, let's, you, wait, 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 wait. You money uh, to pay Money, your is, that, is that the definition of being grown up? Well, it's responsibility. You know, it's, it's going let's, to work. Let's talk about money. just like personality-wise. Like, well, let's take the job out of it. Yeah, but no, you can't. Because, and, really? this, and you know what? I brought this up to him. And he said, you can't because in this, this is the capitalistic system and you need that money to provide. Well, to, yeah, to you do. So that is the definition of it nowadays. It doesn't matter, you know, how, how you make the money, what you do. It matters if you bring it home and you can pay your bills and, and provide for your family. And that's well, I mean, important. to a certain extent. I mean, you have to bring home enough money certainly to pay the mortgage and to put food on the table and right there's never I mean, let's, been a question about that let's, ever let's there's start never been let's a start there right there's I mean, never been a question about that I've never been late on any payments at all A roof food right B clothes well C A roof B food water clean water but that's included with yes food uh, and C clean yeah. clothes yeah, your A, B, and C. And then D is, what's D? D is just like Xboxes and shit, DVD players, well, TVs. Well, you're getting really general at this point. Well, maybe you're, that's you, like, that's the maybe that's like you, you know, S. <laughs> yeah, right. S is the Xboxes, but, okay. So what's the point? Yeah, I don't know. Where, where, do, we, where do we come from? Like, we're talking about... Being um, responsible, right? Like a responsible human well, being. Okay, so what does responsibility entail? Eh, well, paying, okay. paying for your house and food, but 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 no, no, my okay, fine, sure, yes, certainly. Now my whole beef with the idea of that responsibility definition of house and food, or going beyond that, going beyond that, because okay. it seems to go. Well, what's that. going beyond that? At least, well, going beyond that is like toys, uh, new shoes, okay, uh, the fancy clothes, um, uh, you know, extraneous, yeah, extraneous. Accoutrements. What accoutrements? Um, things, accoutrements. That's a good. That's a good term. Things that that improve your supposed standard of living. Things that 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 raise you above. Enhance. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, like a big riding mower, like a fancier car, like a like a bigger house, like like a, yeah, you know, you know a bigger yeah. TV. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I would really want to call those enhancements though, because like. Well, what do you call them? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's like... Well, you don't um, need that. You don't... I mean, what, what, you know what? It's, How you many know, toys do you, you have, it's like? And what's you your favorite like? toy of it? It's a box. You get a, you get a new cardboard box, <laughs> and you draw a, a, a door on it. Oh, yeah. And you cut it out, and she's like... Ooh. We had Ella. In, we had Ella in a clothes basket with a piece of construction paper with a door on it, and that was her rocket ship. Yeah. And I made her helmet out of a pretzel container, okay. and yeah. she was just like, "Whoa, this is the best thing ever!" Exactly. Um, I, I don't want to call a riding lawnmower or a, a jet ski an enhancement. It's, it's certainly not, not like, a necessity. It's, it's not that's a necessity, but it's not an enhancement. It's a... It, 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 it's a it, nicety? Yeah, okay, I don't even know if it's a nicety. It's, but it's not a necessity. It's well, not... What, what do you think an enhancement is? An enhancement is like... What we're describing here. An enhancement about, is like, instead of eating, like, grilled cheese sandwiches, we have... Pudgy pie. Pudgy apple pie, pie apple yeah. pie. Just regular s'mores. Just regular s'mores, you know. We like, have Starburst. Yeah. Well, 
well, inside story. We have okay. right. The point An is, enhancement is point like is making one thing better than the other, but I don't no, think a writing one more does that. If I'm providing for my kids uh-huh. and they're they're doing pretty well, they're they're happy, healthy, well adjusted. But I'm under so much pressure because I, I feel like I should be providing more for them. And my wife is kind of like, well, uh, here going, we go, going overboard by by buying more and more stuff that's maybe cheaper but not as good but there's more of it to like compensate for I don't know I don't know how it works I don't know how it all works but I just know that it seems like I this this you know what it really comes back to the stuff no I'm, I'm it's I, like a miasma stuff people believe that stuff makes them happy uh, and well, stuff you were talking about distracts Mike. you from being happy but it fools you into thinking you're happy. You were talking to Mike about stuff, weren't you? Uh, we talked Like the about general stuff concept of the stuff. Like you and me talk about stuff. Right. But weren't you and Mike talking about stuff? Maybe a little bit, but he kind of blows me off when I oh. talk to him. So I'm like, well, all right. Like I've said everything I... Look, I get it. I mean, but we I mean, were... Stuff is ridiculous. Here's you the thing. Here's the, look, here's the thing. Look, Wait, wait. The car was just, oh my Here's, God. okay, just, so we were in Manitowoc. Manitowoc, I don't know if you've ever been there. Great, mm-hmm. great little port city on Lake Michigan. Uh, and little downtown area. You did, all right, that's where you Quanti- bought the, uh, what? The, the, that's where you bought the, the uh, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I bought a little Reservoir Dogs action figure, but that's not even the point, like, we went to these little stores that were just like packed full of just wonderful stuff. Wonderful. Like uh, there was this glass. one place. I've got I've got some pictures of my iPhone. I, I can't remember what the place was called, but we walked in it was like vintage I don't remember what it was called, but we walked into this place and just like You'd walk to one side and it'd be like little girls' dresses. You'd walk to the other side and it would be like Afghans. You'd walk to the other side and it would be fuck, I don't know, just just, just hats and bonnets, hats and, bonnets and, and and pins and and there was like there were these uh, uh, yearbooks from like nineteen twenty eight from Peshtigo, Wisconsin, and you're like flipping through this thing and it's like signed like see you this summer and you're just like, Wow, the history like this is Ooh, that's kinda cool. This I mean this is really cool yeah. stuff. That you really wanted to like sink your teeth into, but like ultimately, when you leave the place, you're like, "Wow, that's a really, there's a bunch of really cool stuff." But like, why the, what the hell would I do with a 1929 yep. Peshtigo yearbook? I well, mean, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it, okay, if I had a grandfather that went to Peshtigo, absolutely, I'd buy, I'd buy the hell out of that and be like, "Grandfather, you, do you know any of these people?" Had enough money to have a. A 4,200 square foot McMansion, uh-huh. and you had three little dining rooms or drawing rooms, you would probably have also enough money to outfit them with like solid oak or mahogany inlaid tables in those three drawing rooms uh-huh. right, or dens. Uh-huh. And you'd probably say, oh, every couple of months, or your wife would say, every couple of months, oh, we're going to redecorate. What should we, we need a book. We need a, a, a coffee table book for this room. 
oh, let's go let's up to Manitowoc. Let's go to Manitowoc. They and have this cute little the, shop yeah. that has these 1929 Peshtimo. Last time I was there, they had a 1932. Yeah. Oh, let's go up and get a couple. We'll yearbook. Oh, they're only yeah. $49. Can you imagine? This is one of a kind. Let's get a couple of them. Yeah. We'll throw them on there. Three months later, it'll be... Oh, Green Bay. Have you been there? They have, you the, know... Look, they probably... Look, right. this place in Manitowoc probably had a Green Bay yearbook for my... I mean, this place was just... On one hand, it's like... it's, a, it's a, It was amazing. The history and the, and the culture that was in the store. But on the other hand, it's like... The, the person that owns this place basically would like you to buy it from her sure. so that she can make some money off and, and of it. And ultimately, pay her mortgage, yeah. probably doesn't really care too much about the 1928 yeah. Peshtigo yearbook. Yeah. And, oh, you and there was this other place, there was this other place that there was, there was uh, I, w- I really wish I would have bought something from this guy. It was Mr. Freud's uh, Record store or something like that. You walked into this place. It was this the fat guy with the goatee. It was a it was a fat dude, dude you, goatee. You should go back because you I, know what? This is like the fifth time you've brought this up. He had this was the fifth time you brought it up. You are obsessed. You got to go back to Mr. Freud. Here's the thing. I'll a go lot, with you. A lot of the stores. I'll, I'll check it out. A lot of the stores I felt were kind of trite and like that were were placating to like you want this kitschy. Blah 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 bullshit, oh, yeah, but like yeah. this dude, a garlic plum print. Yeah, this dude was like crusher. You want to know when the Rolling Stones played New York Times? I got all seven DVDs. I got all four LPs. I got all three DVDs. There's actually seven outtake versions of it. This, and I can tell you which one's the best. And, the and I got that, it on forty five. The thing that I loved back. about this place is it was just stacked. Like the front of the store was fairly well organized, but once you got to the back of the store. Chaos. Like he had this stuff, and he wanted to do something with this stuff. Yeah. But he was just like, I just. But if you asked him a specific question about, oh sure, the second session drummer of the on Pixies, the, yeah. he'd be like, oh, oh Sandy, Sandy Nelson, yeah, Sandy I have, Nelson I played host, on that album. Here's his stack right here. He would know everything about that, and that's what I really enjoyed about that. But you know, I'm kind of. It's this stupid recession, you know. You look at these 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 music DVDs or these albums. You're like fifteen dollars. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to pay fifteen dollars for this record. But on the Pack other hand, ones. yeah, there's something going on over there. But on the other hand, here's this dude who definitely knew what was going on. Who this was his life, and like fifteen bucks to him is like dinner yeah. <laughs> right and yeah. you're like well you don't have to tell me about it I'm not gonna you don't have to tell me about it $15 for a CD I'll take my business elsewhere I enjoy your store but I will not spend my money that's me hello you're talking I get it so like I'm in this store and I'm like I really feel super guilty about like not buying something from this guy because this guy is clearly into it he's got a really cool store and he named his store Dr. Freud's Groovy Beats or some shit. It was an awesome name. I was like, dude, you, you deserve five bucks for that cool name. Silly monkeys, funky. Yeah, so I get it. But yet, yeah. Well, you should have walked in and said... I bought, I bought said, jack shit from him. What do you got from you two? Did you uh, ask him that? You know, maybe I should have just talked to the guy. Like, he I, might have pulled something out that, that you would have been like, 
I'm pretty sure I know. And you would have dropped thirty bucks on it. You know? I'm pretty sure I know every U2 release that's ever been. All right. You but, don't think Dr. Freud might have? But a little here's one here's, up my, here's my but. I could have been like Dr. Freud in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. I know everything about U2. I really like U2. Show me something new, and he could have been—he could have brought me over and been like, "Well, here's the Hammersteins from Holland, and they have a really unique sound. They sounds like a lot like you too. Ten bucks, fifteen bucks, buy it. Tell me what you think. There you go. You know, he may not have been able to teach me something new about you too, but he probably could have pointed sure. me in the direction of a band, a living Pandora. Right, exactly. I totally think that guy was a living Pandora. I pee. I do too. I should pee for 20 minutes. Oh. But you're, you're, uh... What? Dr. Freud. Hang on. I want to go back down and get my sleeping bag and sleep right here. Dr. Freud ain't got nothing on these stars. What's that star? I mean... Uh, lay, get, lay your ass down right here. No, I'm, I'm looking at these stars. That is a bright one right there. That's a planet, I think. That's like off to the... Yeah, that's a planet. East. That's like Visa. It's <laughs> the Visa, <laughs> not the re- Mastercard. They're renaming. I think Visa bought that and they renamed it. <laughs> the Visa Star. <laughs> right, you're gonna split this beer with me, right? Uh, sure. But seriously, lay your ass down right here, dude. I'm I'm standing watching the shit. You you no, you gotta lay your ass down. I don't want to get all sandy. Don't fucking worry about it. It's all dry. I'm actually kind of cold. Yeah, lay your ass down and then shuffle yourself in so that you fit. Give me the beer. Here's the beer. beer. Here's the beer. All right. I want to go get my sleeping bag. Dude, see, you could do that. No. You could do that. Well, yeah, I could. Because you got your wife in the tent. I got to go down and sleep sleeping by yourself. I would do it otherwise. Right here. Dude, lay over here. All right, hang on. No, just look up. Oh, my gosh. Shut up for about a minute and just... Look. Oh, it's a little chilly, but just look. Look at the oh, like three sixty. No, well, you got one eighty, but all the way around, <laughs> 180, you know what I mean? No, I I get 360, it. 180, you know what I mean? So you got three sixty this way and one eighty this way, and this way and this way. So look, got, I'm with you. There's a lot of fuck. It's just and so all right. Here's the Milky Way. Look, look. okay, I get See it. The Milky Way. Where's the Milky Way? It's do up <laughs> it's like okay, directly put arm, up put your arm above your head straight ahead straight over your head no okay. like up 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 okay yeah make a karate chop with one arm like, uh, yeah right now swing it down to your balls okay that's look it yeah no I see it it's right there yep it's like this strip it's of actually dust. a little catty corner to me yeah I'm look, directly below. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little cold but these stars are Brilliant, and if I had a sleeping bag, there's no bugs. Do you have a sleeping bag? I do. Fucking a. I could totally sleep on this 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 dune, this Lake Michigan dune that we're on. And there's no way. I mean, there's more stars than you could possibly count. Yeah. So what does that mean? And if you if you kind of like. If you look at uh, mosquitoes, just one. Yeah, really. If you look at, if you kind of look at one, and then you kind of let your eyes kind of glaze a little bit. Uh huh. All of a sudden, they all come into focus. No, I, I look. I, and then, like, you see more than that were there somehow. You know what? I, you know what I notice about stars? If you you can't look right at any one of them, but pr- if you look away, you'll see it. 
You like, ever notice that about stars? You can't look right at them. If you try to look right at them, they're not there. But if you look away, they're there. That's the cool thing about stars to me, too. You ever I think notice that? No, I think a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think a I mean, lot some of, of it, the smaller ones. Are I think a lot of it is just like looking, like just laying on the sand, doing like we are, and just letting your eyes kind of get in focus. Because I probably see three times the amount of stars now than when I was just standing here sucking. Oh, there, oh, there was a shooting star. Yeah. We both saw it too. See, you don't see that. I mean, shooting stars. Of course, they're not shooting stars. Well, whatever. Yeah, but they are, right? They're bits old of debris. light of debris. and Bits of debris that come into the atmosphere and burn up right. instantly. But still, I mean, how long did it take for that shooting star to go by us? Yeah, like, like not even half like a, a second. tenth of a second, yeah. And we both saw it because we're paying attention. But, I mean, if you're just like, if you get a bunch of guys sitting around a fire pit, you'll never see that. Right. There's probably been... I don't know, 50 shooting stars. More than that, sure. Since we started recording this thing. And there's the Milky Way. I just wish I wasn't so chilly. You know what? I'm, I'm actually getting in tune with it. Really? Shuffle. Shuffle. Like, like wiggle, wiggle your ass and wiggle your... Like so that you make a little bed with your, um, with your. No, body. I'm I'm super comfy. If I had seriously, if I was, if I had the sleeping bag, the sand has formed to my body's contours. Like, come to grips with with. How I just small wish I wasn't so goddamn cold. In the in the in the, you know, big picture here. Come to grips, me. Yeah, I, when I do that, when I think about how big all that shit is and, and here I'm just this little speck of meat looking at it and okay but it. I mean I've come to grips with this and we've talked about this before it's it's really a perspective of is it possible that human beings homo sapiens are the most advanced in the galaxy and if you look out to like an, an infinite galaxy um, you would say you're crazy. There's something out there somewhere has to be well, the most advanced race. But think about the hang on, hang on before yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Think about this. Like let's think about like the colonization of planet Earth, right? So at some point the Indians here in America were just like we're the most advanced. We're like where we got axes and we're yeah. we're praying to our gods and we've got we're killing but then the English come over with muskets and boats and galleys and whatever well right it's all right? time I mean so like it's all time I mean it's all relative there's there's been science fiction stories written about how I don't know if we're keeping anybody away the, uh, we are on a dune but oh, give me some of that beer uh, I just want to make sure we're not keeping if, up anybody if, if you do campsite. start thinking about those kind of ideas about sentient, mm. other sentient races and smart Intelligent races of, of life in the other in, in, in other galaxies, uh-huh. they um, would not necessarily coincide with our time. So they might have risen and fallen. Oh my god! Within, sure. Okay. I'll know, give you that. There might have been a, you know fifty dozen of them within the period where that the dinosaurs existed. You know, in the in the sixty five million year window of the of the uh, Jurassic period uh, on on the planet Earth here. And now there just hasn't been a, any for a while. And then you also have to, like, all of a sudden you factor God in there. It's like, well, if he did create this, and, you know, or she, and they're they're directing this somehow on some big, you know, stage. Look, and I, you know, here's the thing. Not, you, that, not that human we're, beings we're, we're, are the epitome, but if there are other races that there is... 
Hang some a sort of a, a, a reason for it. We're camping next to like the Jesus yeah, of Latter Day Saints. Those guys are really off. cool. I write them off. I write them off. Those guys are they're very cool. nice. They're nice people. They're human beings. But but I here's the thing. Off. I look at the I look at the stars. I look at what we're looking at right now at whatever o'clock it is on July, whatever it is, and just one of these little specks. It's got life on it. It's got intelligent, yeah. sentient life on it. Now, the question is, is that sentient life more advanced than we are? And it's possible. Well, sure. It is. It's possible that they're not. It's possible that the planet that we live on has like existed for as many years, eons or whatever that it has, that has whatever created the ability for us to think beyond what we are and maybe some of these other planets that definitely have sentient life are not beyond well I don't know I don't know I don't think it's outside of the realms of possibility like I think a lot of people want to think that like popular or science or whatever that magazine is with flying cars and whatnot says that like aliens should be like descending on the planet earth and like beaming us up and studying us and whatever but what if it's the opposite? What if, like, what if we're at the dawn of the universe? Think about Shutter. that for a second. Think about that for a second. What's like, that song by uh, the the boss drum, the shaman? Oh, the shaman. Yeah, it's a shudder. It's a new uh, a beginning. It's, think about that for a second. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of times we assume that we're in the middle of the universe, and oh, sure, we're very egocentric. It's but what if it's it's, it's like the. It's like the, uh, the 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 church back in in Copernicus's day, where he he said, oh, "No, right. this the Earth revolves around the sun." And everyone's like, "No, and dude, you're said, crazy. no, you're drinking this hemlock, or you're going to refute <laughs> that, you know, and or else we're going to kill you." Exactly, you know, and and finally, you know, what was it like ten years ago? The church finally said, "Oh well, you know." <laughs> We made a mistake. It was a little bit more than ten years ago, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I get. Oh, there's another one. Another shooting star. There? Yeah. Yeah, I saw something. I didn't quite see the. Streak of it. But like, what sure. If, so of course, yeah. What if we're at the I dawning, mean, and what if nobody in the universe has developed some sort of interplanetary? Again, it's the time space scale. Travel. Why they? they probably did, and they. They colonized, they colonized a bunch of shit, oh, and then well, they okay. got into wars and fucking, or maybe, maybe some space alien race like You're aliens right. came by and you right. the hell. Yeah, I no, mean, it's too infinite. I mean, it's, and why? And what? What would? What would be the difference between? Okay, think about this as a metaphor. On your driveway, you have these little hills of red ants. Uh, like, oh, we're these, we're the, we're the red ants, we're the red ants, we're the red ants. But you don't have one hill of red ants, do you? No, six. Okay, but you have... And probably four of those are different colonies. Well, okay, and and that's fine. That's just like countries or whatever. Right. But now you have a species of red ants that lives uh, pretty much in the southern, you know, western portion of the... (laughs) The southern side of the driveway. The southern side of of western Wisconsin. Uh Uh-huh. And that's... They're, That's their universe. Who knows if they have a communal brain that they're like, hey, you know what? Man, we gotta we gotta spread out. We gotta blah blah blah. I mean, it's 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 kind of a ridiculous thought, but it's kind of a metaphor that works because you know now the human race with the communication that we have is like, wow, yeah, we are really smart. We can do all these things. Oh, and now we're starting to think about these ideas. And if we do go out there, well, there's probably races. There might be races that have 
been around for so many years that they they are completely telepathic and blah blah blah. Yeah. Maybe these are all Star Wars ideas or Star Trek ideas already. But well, I mean, you gotta kind of wonder. I mean, there's a lot of good ideas that come from the Star Trek and the Star Wars. That well, science fiction in general is, yeah. is what I base. I mean, really and science and science fiction goes back to what the 1800s probably, probably even earlier than the 1800s. But well, I mean, Da Vinci was was. He was talking about shit like that. Time, the time machine, and well, they call, yeah, right. Well, they called him a lunatic for creating a helicopter. You know, oh, right, right. But here we are, flying around helicopters in the twentieth century, twenty first century. I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, I, I feel like, okay. So here's me projecting upon the culture of America. Are you pontificating? I am pontificating for sure. That if we had the ability to travel through space and it was as easy as driving a car from here to the Grand Canyon, right? You need to save up a little money, need to make sure that your car is tuned up, but you can fly there, okay? That's basically as difficult as space travel is is that if you got to a planet that had a humanoid species, wouldn't you, wouldn't you visit? Or would you get to that whole, like, prime directive Star Trek bullshit of, well, like, no, 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 wait a minute. we cannot interfere you can't just with make their... that, you can't just You can't just build that hypothesis and then ask me that question, because, first well, of all, if... if 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 you're if you want to continue that metaphor, if you want to flesh that metaphor out a little bit, which you would have to do to ask that question properly. Uh-huh. Now the fact that okay, yeah, I can drive to the Grand Canyon and visit it. Well, the Grand Canyon has been visited for hundreds of years. Now the first now if you're talking about the first white people, the first Europeans that, well, that went and visited. Years ago. Okay, you're talking about like Lewis and Clark who were wearing buckskin underwear. That wasn't right? even 200 years ago. Okay, but those guys, wow. Those guys were unique. The, now, who? Now that's like the Steve Jobs of the modern world. And there's like one okay, of those guys. Okay. There's like two of those guys. My little sure, those guys are going to go there and do that. Yeah. You and me are going to sit on our ass and talk about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Remember when so, Lewis and Clark did this thing that we didn't see or do, but we totally know different. about and we so read we, about it? We kind of take on their personalities. Like, oh, yeah. Well, Lewis and Clark we can kind of feel blah, blah, blah. that way. We feel that what they felt. No, we have no fucking clue what they went through. You know, what. What kind of what kind of cultural boundaries they had to they had to progress? Well, and, I mean, and, I mean, they slept out like this yeah. every fucking night for two no, and, years in snowbanks. In snowbanks, snow not like and this. Jesus Christ! This was probably like a and what winter made them push on? Like a, they pushed on. They pushed. What's there? What's there? Well, we have to search. We have to find it out. You was know, money is what they're looking no, for. Gold. Hell yeah! There was something more than money. No. I have to believe it. It you was know what? the new okay, route okay, to, wait, wait, wait. to the west. Here it is. You know what? No. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. I don't believe it because you know what? There is something more to the... And this is maybe a fundamental difference that I have. I believe there's something more to the human spirit than money. Because money, you, you, would, you would drop away. There's more than money. Because what, when you were naming the most important things in your life earlier in this podcast, if it works, you were talking about family, you are talking about food, shelter... 
you didn't talk about money. No. It's not money. It's procuring. Well, but uh, money, it's, it's, money it's, it's, provides it's, no, the ability to get to those three things. Yeah, but it's it's there's imagination, and there's there's need for knowledge. There's thirst for knowledge more than there is money. Okay, money but, comes from it, and the first people that walk out there, they're not after the money. It's the guys that come after us. Ooh. These guys that that push these boundaries, no, they're we're gonna follow their footsteps and collect the money. These guys that push the money, they usually don't even get the they don't get the kudos from it because they didn't make the money from it. It's the guys that come afterwards that market it and advertise. Those are the guys that make the money off of it. The first guys are out there just to just to explore and and discover because they they have this. This unending thirst, thirst for, for knowledge. Yeah, this the, the, the curiosity, an innocence, a wonder about the world that they that they want to know. They want to find out. They, they they're curious. Yeah, you don't believe that? No, I believe that. I might agree with that. So okay, I mean, okay. I just had to get really right. excited about it. No, I get it. So I mean, like Lewis and Clark come out here, but I, they were doing a job. I, I, I will think say they were getting. I think they, they were getting paid. It was, but you know, yeah, right. I mean, it was a certain. It was a certain. Absolutely. I mean, it takes a class certain, of people that it was a certain couple of guys. Okay. That, okay. Okay. That applied okay. for here, that job. Here, here you go. You know what I mean? When they it were, wasn't like, I just, oh, we're gonna make a lot of money to do this. You know, I just, those guys would have been like, oh my god, this is way too hard. Let's go back and clean fish. You know, <laughs> fuck it. I, I just watched this show called America on Discovery. And what they talked about was like building up Chicago and New York with skyscrapers. And back in the 1800s or early 1900s, they didn't have cranes. They had dudes that would like hoist up these metal girders to build these huge buildings and the big skyscrapers. Well, there was a Doctor Who episode with the Daleks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of similar to well, that. You but you want I mean, us to go up on the roof? The boys are tight. It's cold. What do you? Right. Yeah, we'll find some more guys. There's plenty right. of work here at Hooverville. Plenty, plenty of work. Plenty of yeah. Exactly. Plenty of money. And these guys would climb up on these 30, 40, 50 foot buildings. You know what? That's different than exploring the galaxy, though. That's 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 it, designed it to work. You are designed to build that thing. You're not. I guess my point you're is not slogging around in a swamp counting fish eggs. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. My point is, is though, there were these guys that were willing to climb up on these middle girders for money, granted, to take care of their families, but like had the desire, the will, and the fortitude to be like, you know what? Heights or no, I'm going to get up there. I'm going to put that next girder up there so that I can feed my family. And I think that's kind of what the Lewis and Clark thing was, is like, you know what? we got to find a pasture to the west. It's going to be fun. Nah, it might not be fun. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Ultimately, we're going to get a few bucks to pay for some meals for my family. And I think that's kind of like... Nah. I think uh, well, that's what the the, dis, the 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 discovery and the expansion of America is is just like I, I'm I'm that and that, that actually what what saddens me and I think we've talked about this before that's what saddens me about the human race because I don't want to believe that okay. I think this is the Southern Cross right here see it but but okay all that aside all that aside take take the money out of the picture right so you're from Alpha Centauri. Zooming around the galaxy. Do you have any fiberglass? <laughs> I need to patch up my spaceship. And you see this little planet here with a little whatever we've got oxygen, ozone, 
layer. Maybe, you know, I mean, Star Trek kind of explained it in the way that, like, all of the um, space races knew that Earthlings existed, but weren't... Were watching, weren't willing, waiting. Weren't, yeah, they were waiting for yeah, us sure. to develop warp technology. Yep. And then they were going to welcome them. And as soon as we developed warp technology, they came down to like, hey, there's so much more. Yeah. But, but you had to get past the nuclear had, age, right. and you had to get past that to prove that you had the ethics or whatever, yeah. So, I mean, there's that line of thought that sure, maybe we sure. have to, like, develop a certain level of technology before the aliens or whoever's oh, sure. out there will welcome us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, or, I understand that. Or, what if we are... They just don't care. We're mostly no, no, harmless. No, 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 no. What if we are just frontiersmen on this universe? What if just, like, on the West, there's just this untamed wilderness in space that's just waiting for us to tame it. Eh. Is that really what you feel? I do. I do. Yeah, what's that? I mean, it's kind of um, it's kind of cliche, totally. I mean, the way I describe it is totally cliche. I, I, you know what? I, what maybe what I'm not a human being. What if there isn't something more sentient or humanoid or... Eh, fuck not it. Maybe humanoid, I'm not a human being. Like, you know what I feel like sometimes... And maybe you know this. What if maybe there I've... isn't something more advanced than us? Okay. What if we are the most advanced thing in the universe? All right, let me let me say something here. Uh, maybe I'm not a human being because sometimes I feel that uh, I, we we kind of uh, made a couple of missteps by believing that the West had to be. Ta- Why did it have to be tamed? Well, Why did we have to expand into it? I mean, no, there's, why there's we just money, like, money, gold. Gotta well, get to California. Okay, and, and yeah, I'm. It's, it's like. Fuck money. What land, the fuck? Land what, money. What? money. Does money really make people happy? Does it? No. Yeah, look, I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm so confused about that. If, when I, mean, I watch this really America series, I mean, I like, know. the biggest drive for people was in the early 18-1900s was to get to the West, because that's where the gold was. But literally, I mean, just like it is today... Like, you think today, like, only the fat cats, like, less people are billionaires. But, like, even back then, in this documentary that I watched on Discovery Channel, like, 2% of the people that actually, like, had gold claims made millions. The other people were just schlubs that... Well, sure. Of course, you know, I knew and that. that. I mean, that's the way it works. I knew that. That's the way that... And there was a lot of fucking backdoor shenanigans where it was oh, like, absolutely. the guys that had them 2%, they would schnooker the guys that did all oh, of them catch up with something. Of course. Like, Ooh, I'll sell you 14 good claims over here for this right. one crappy one. Fifth. It's easier to... Whoopsie! Because yeah. they, they had better technology oh, to figure it out yeah, and they knew where it was going. And then they would know that they knew that these other ones were closer to Indians and they would get killed if they went there. And, sure. I mean, there was all kinds of bullshit going on. And so you lose you lose that, that ethical I think morality that, that, that we're human beings. It's like, oh, you sell out your brother for a buck. <laughs> for a buck. You know? Sure. But maybe that's to a certain point. Maybe you have to get past a certain point, but when does that point get reached? You know, when do you... And I, I don't even want to, like, tempt it. You know, I don't want to start that because I know I have that kind of personality <laughs> where I'm like, oh, if I start gambling, I ain't going to stop. You know, oh, well, I don't know. And I and I just see I'm with you that, that, that the human race does have a tendency to really go after that money. And wow. So anyways, there's the Southern Cross, I think. Look I at, think we're at the end it? of if, if, if this is actually a podcast, this is probably in the podcast. Well, so what do you got to say? Good ideas. My point is, is what if 
what if, because a lot of science fiction authors don't take this into consideration, is what if we are the most advanced civilization planet in the universe? What if this is it? Well, and, and look, look, there are, like, there has to be. Through, no, no through, there isn't. No, 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 there has to be. No. Through the sheer number of, of, of planetary um, constructs, planets, whatever, there has to be life out there. And there has to be sentient life, whether it be, like, worm-like or ant-like or whatever. Cloud-like. Something. But what if, what if human beings here on this planet Earth... Are the most sentient, and this is it. This is this is the most advanced. Like spaceships don't exist because planet Earth hasn't invented them yet. Yeah, but why? Okay, uh, now if you want to, if you really want to start talking, why would you need spaceships? Why wouldn't a planet like this not have evolved a, a, a race of beings that could use tools, but evolved? Uh, I mean, look at look at the complexity of a tree. Look yeah. at the complexity no, of a rainforest yeah. and how how it's ridiculous uh, in like the complexity that creates exactly. its living structure. So if if there hadn't been uh, human beings that like it's almost easier to be like, dude, there's a god that created that tree. No, 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 because I'm not talking about god. No, no I, look, I'm talking I'm just about that trees the ev- are an evolution ridiculously complex that that would that would uh, take over like like some sort of sentience that would take over an entire planet. Okay, and then somehow be able to like use because power. I mean, power is 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 electrical. Is is energy? Energy comes from the sun. The sun is an amazing ball of energy, and there's energy that we can't tap. That's in different dimensions. We don't know everything about physics. There's there's so many crazy shit. So I mean, really? because you don't think we know anything about physics. Um, I mean, we got like. Two, three hundred okay, years we know like we know our we know our narrow bandwidth of physics. We know what our five senses can perceive. We know smell, touch, okay, taste. I mean, are you talking about like gravity, Jupiter's just like version of gravity formulae or, or what? I mean, we've had all, two, three hundred years of like what physics is and. Okay, yes, I gravity have no problems uh, agreeing that we know a lot about the physics of gravity and on blah, blah, planet blah. Earth. But there's a lot of shit that we don't know. There's a lot of unknowable shit. I mean, if you go down really far inside of an atom, the, we have we don't know oh. how it works. We have no idea yeah. the, the forces that keep shit together. We still oh. don't really understand gravity. Why gravity works? We don't. I mean, we understand how how cell phones work and how we can shoot a little wave that goes up to a, a satellite radio and, wave that goes up to the to the to space. Not actually. The cell phones actually go to a tower, which then goes to space and then beams that shit around. But yeah, yeah, right. But. You. Now, if you if you keep thinking along those lines, there are there's that those are narrow bandwidths. There's and there's so yeah. much wider of a bandwidth. Very narrow. There's different dimensions for I mean, crazy. Yeah, you're right. Look. And if you could if you could perceive because our brain is only equipped to perceive, you know, a certain bandwidth of of input. So if you could perceive those other band, look at dolphins can hear 
smell or whatever. You know, they they can perceive things that we can't perceive. Now, and that's even a, that's just like a small and I'm pretty uh, sure that metaphor as, for as soon it. as they leave this planet, they're going to say right. one thing, and that's going to be <laughs> so long. And thanks, thanks for, all the, for all the fish. So long, and thanks for all the fish. So long, so long, and so long. thanks for all. The fish. Let's let's let's. That's a good ending. My name is Jeremy, and this has been, I think, maybe an episode of the, the fundamental, fundamental interconnectedness of all things. And I was Eric. There you go. And here, this is we were live from Kohler Andrews State Park S- on the dunes, staring at the stars, which is on the dunes. A little chilly, but pretty cool. Yeah. What? What is that one over there? That's got to be like a planet. Don't piss on your hand. <laughs> Don't I'm about piss to. on the dune. I'm gonna piss on the dune. I'm gonna go 